This Valentine's Day, everyone in L.A. is getting lucky. Because 818 Brewing has their special Valhalla Cherry Bomb available for pickup at 8953 DeSoto Avenue in Canoga Park. It's a Baltic Porter Asian bourbon barrels with tart cherry and cacao nibs. Stop by the 818 Brewing Tent with your special someone and try it. Or, if you don't have a date like Brandon and are planning a one-man orgy, you can always get some to go for whatever your Valentine's Day plans are. Follow 818 Brewing on Instagram and tell them Sexy Dave and Creepy Uncle Brandon sent you. Sexy Dave. Shut. Don't forget to go to buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod and kick us five bucks to keep this shit train rolling. This week, our gay dad's shitty Bill got drunk again and dropped 25 bucks on five beers. How sad for him. Shitty Brandon T. gave us three beers. Shitty Nathan came through with two. And shitty Lisa, shitty Chris, shitty Tim, shitty Jake, shitty Nicole, and the shitty Coming In Hot podcast all reached deep down and gave us a whole $5. Thanks anyways, you cheap bastards. All right, Brandon, you all right, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Okay, well, because you're giving me one word answers the whole day. Uh, I asked how you were doing, and you said, I don't know, grapes or oranges. What are you doing? Uh, okay, so that's what it is. You're just stoned, huh? You're on drugs? You know what? I think this is it. I'm higher than an elephant's ass, buddy. This is the episode we do this. What? We're going to have an intervention. You, sir, are a weed junkie, okay? You've done too much marijuana. You've ordered pizza twice in one night, one too many times. (laughs) That was a good night, man. (laughs) You act like it's only happened once. Uh, Well, I remember. Yeah, fair enough. Jesus Christ. Why do you got to do this the day we're recording, man? It feels like you're brain dead. Uh, You know, whatever helps me, uh, you know, get through this time with you. Yeah, don't blame me for this shit. Classic junkie. Classic drug addict maneuver. And you know what? You're the reason weed hasn't been legalized yet. People like you. They're like, what's the worst that can happen? Pan 2, Brandon Collins. I ordered pizza twice in one night. (sighs) Dude, I'm the poster child for why weed should be legal. The, The only thing I fucking destroy when I'm high is Domino's twice in a night. Right. But... You should, uh, it's, it's, I'm so thankful we don't do this over video yet because you should see just how disheveled Brandon is. In fact, earlier today we were at 7-Eleven and the cashier asked him if he was paying with an EBT card over and over. <laughs> She's like, are you paying with EBT? Well, it's not my fault, dude. She had the mask and like the shield behind like plexiglass and I can't hear for shit anyways. So, and then the goddamn accent and you know, that's fine. Hey, and easy. All that. Easy, hey. don't be bringing the dump truck that's this soon into the podcast. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well, I can barely understand English from from native speakers. It's definitely harder from from non. But so I couldn't hear shit. So what? I look a little disheveled. I, I'm going to the fucking Seven Eleven, not the goddamn uh, putting on the Ritz. Yeah, that's fair. It's just I've never seen them ever. Auto- You're still going at it, huh? I've never seen them automatically assume somebody was paying with food stamps. Because she kept shouting that out, too. Food stamps? Are you paying with food stamps? And you're standing there with your debit card. No. No, it's a card. And she's like, is it an EBT card? (laughs) She just wasn't having it from you. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't all be sexy Dave. (laughs) You bastard. All right, let's jump into this shit. So 
people seem to dig this uh, Florida man game. First time listeners, Brandon recites three headlines. I have to guess whether it comes from Florida, California, or Canada. And any one of those could be used more than once. So it's, there is no process of elimination. Brandon, what do you got this week? All right. Well, let's start off with the first one. Man has been arrested for allegedly attacking Asian Americans on the street. Did that happen in Florida, California, or Canada? There seems to be a lot of that going on right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but specifically uh, to one of the areas designated within our game. I would, I would, if I had to guess, I'm going to go with Florida. Just, I don't know. They seem like the shittiest people. Although it's, it's been, it's going on everywhere. So that headline, I'm going to guess specifically Florida. What do you got? Uh, California, man, actually uh, up in, uh, up in the Oakland area. Oh, Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, well, well th- this guy's got a whole bunch of problems going on. So like the, the first person was like 90 something years old. After that, a 60-year-old man, 55-year-old woman. Here, here's the crazy thing. So there's special charges being thrown at the dude because he was already on bail while committing these crimes. And he he got arrested for this crime while already being in custody for committing crimes with unrelated charges. So th- this guy is definitely putting in work. He's, he's being held on a psychiatric hold right now. Yeah, good. Fuck him. <laughs> This isn't a good game that when it's when it's just like, hey, guess the state this particular hate crime happened in. Well, uh, you know, anyways, what's the next one? Yeah, lovey-dovey California isn't always uh, the the place Oakland's people not make California. It out to. Whoa, Oakland, Fresno, Bakersfield—that's somewhere else. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Sacramento uh, and yeah. Elk Grove. <laughs> do you have anything else I, I said fresno right yeah yeah oh you can throw it out twice for good measure all right man tries killing his dog shoots other man instead did that florida. happen in florida 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 california florida. or canada that oh man the way you said canada that feels like a hint i don't, I don't know dave uh, you well tell if he's me. trying to shoot his dog i don't know well my guess is florida but the way you said canada uh, it's canada yeah, yeah, it absolutely was in Canada. <laughs> Does it say what province or anything? That seems like some Saskatchewan shit. Oh yeah, it, it uh, it's probably somewhere out east. Uh, where do they have this pegged at? Saskatchewan is not in the east. Yeah, Nova Scotia. Oh. yeah, I know it's it's dead center Midwest, but it's where my mom's side of the family's from. Yeah, Nova Scotia, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's Saturday night sounds like. I don't know. He was drunk or some shit, but, uh, yeah. Okay. What's the next one, Brandon? All right. Sorry. I'm a weed junkie. I can't help it. You are out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Man sentenced in Giuliani related fraud case. Was that Florida? Individual? Yeah. Florida. Come on. <laughs> Dude, you got, but the headline to this is fantastic. The way that they, uh, the way that they have it worded, um, Basically, that man who was running a broad uh, business to help businesses fight fraud was found to be committing fraud themselves. And one of the consultants uh, for that business was one Rudy Giuliani. Hmm. Is, is anybody surprised by this? Hmm. Not at all. Not even you, the dump truck Republican. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gi- Giuliani is like a parody of himself. Giuliani now is like the parody they used to do of him on Saturday Night Live. 
yeah, man with his hair dye melting or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, he him the dude and, looks like his whole being is melting, man. It's hilarious. I'm not at this point. It's funny. It wasn't funny when they were all in charge, but right now we can all admit that it's hilarious. Yeah. I can see you doing something like that. I can see you working for that guy's campaign just because you've had a wide variety of jobs. You take a right turn at every, like, what was, you You worked at a mortuary right out of high school, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, within three months, I got a job uh, picking up bodies because that's what they had available. And then I worked my way up from there. About a month or a year later, I got a job as a crematory operator. In it, Colorado? Uh, no, starting out here in California, actually, up in Ventura County. That's where I started my... Uh, my mortuary career. So wait, you were the guy manning the crematorium? Yeah, so I had a bunch of jobs, and one of Gross. them was that. So basically, it just involved like I would, you know, start the crematory up, preheat it, um, and then uh, I would you know, preheat it. That's so. Na- it sounds like you're baking a cake. Well, I mean, in a way, like if you cook, you know, you don't put a you don't put food into the oven cold. So yeah. like you know you. <laughs> so you preheat the oven. Yeah. You throw the dude in. Yeah, dude, dude or chick, and uh, then uh, the temperature will get up to anywhere between like a thousand, twelve hundred degrees, um, and then depending on the size of the person, you'll you know you'll come back after a little bit of time, and then you know you gotta you gotta pull the remains closer to where the the fire actually is, so that like everything gets cremated. Ew! So like a re like. Like when you poke the Kindle in a in a fireplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah more or less. Yeah, it's a more elaborate Gross. version of that. Yeah, this uh, yeah little metal broom that you use to, you know, pull everything. They're uh, all. And their you were doing that right out of high school, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, within a year and a half. Yeah, that's uh, that's when I started doing it. And uh, oh God, this one time though. So uh, not every cremation goes as uh, planned. You think you just put them in there, let them burn for a few hours, and then come back and it's done. A little bit too more to it than that. One of the things you do have to do is, like I said, you you have to pull the remains forward closer to where the fire is, so everything gets cremated, uh, including like internal organs. Well, one time I was pulling the remains forward, and uh, I was sweeping a little too hard, and this person's heart <laughs> came came rolling down Ugh. this chute where we sweep all the remains. Once the cremation is over, we get everything collected into a pan. And so I pulled a little too hard, and this dude's heart comes rolling right down the chute into the pan. And, like, I didn't do it on purpose, but, uh, yeah, so I had to open the door, reach in the pan, and then grab the heart. And I had to, you know, it's hot as fuck in there, so I had to ski ball it back in for for 300 points. Ski ball? (laughs) Well, You threw uh, a man's heart? I had no other way to just, like, gently set it in there, man. Yeah, dude, we're, we're, we're talking that thing was cranking probably about seven eight hundred degrees at that point even towards the end of the cremation so like i can't just put my hand in there i ruined a pair of glasses doing that it was at 400 degrees and this anti-glare shield out of my glasses got warped at 400 degrees just being in front of it so like yeah that that heat will fuck you up man well that's its job uh i feel like if you were in the mob business Mm -hmm. that would be the ultimate front for anything is a crematorium yeah i mean you got problems people disappear they ain't finding them after that no man plus you got a business you can funnel money through and shit like that exactly yeah so that's not that's not anything new right i'm not putting those ideas out in the universe that's been done before right oh yeah there's been movies uh you know about it too like you even used to like ship drugs internationally and shit like that Mm -hmm. so 
Oh, all sorts of crazy shit, man. I, I had a few ideas for, for laundering money. Uh, just, just you know, it, as a writer, you do your research and you find, I, I don't know how to do all kinds of crazy shit. That would work in theory, of course, in principle. But the one thing, I, I, I figure if you really want to turn cash into uh, money you could put in the bank, the best way to do it is to release uh, some kind of self-help album, you know, or anything. Just ASMR. Just make a bunch of noise in a microphone. Yeah. Put it on uh, on Bandcamp, where bands and unsigned artists go, and they have their shit on there, and you can buy it for whatever price you want. So what you do is you go and buy a shit ton of Visa gift cards. We're talking like the highest they have. I think it's two fifty or five hundred dollars, whatever it is. So wait, is this how you did shit in the Canadian mob? No, 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 no. We don't have a mob. We we have a moose. But. <laughs> No, for real. If you wanted to turn cash into money you could put in the bank at 15%, this is how you do it. On Bandcamp, take each $250 or $500, whatever it is, buy your own album with it until you run out of the cards. So let's say if you're looking to do twenty grand, okay? So if it's $500 cards, you got to do it 40 times. Yeah, it's going to take you all day, but at the end of it all, uh, Bandcamp only takes 15%. And I think after five grand, it's only 10%. So if you got more than five grand, which if you're laundering money, you obviously do, uh, for, for a 10% hit, it goes into your bank account free and clear. Where'd you make this money? Oh, selling my self-help album or whatever the hell it is. You could, you could even just like strum your guitar along to it, whatever. Yeah. And be like, yeah, we're some obscure band, whatever. They don't, they don't monitor uh, like how many people have purchased it or why the fuck is this $250? They just see... Uh, it, it coming from Bandcamp into PayPal, and then from PayPal you put it into your bank account. And by the time it's all said and done, you're looking at 10 15%. Whereas if you were to launder money through the mafia or whatever, uh, it's going to cost a lot more than that. All right. Well, you heard it here from uh, Canadian Mob Dave. Uh, I'm not Canadian I, I Mob Dave. Like I, I said, I'm I a writer. I do my research. I figure this shit out. So I don't know. Someone out there try it. And let us know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, but reach out to the Valley Boys. We'll have you on from uh, jail. And see, we'll, we'll, we'll do a live from prison episode. Here's the thing about that. Like, it probably does work. I'm probably not the first person to think of it. The only reason you don't know about it is because no one's gotten caught doing it because it's an airtight plan. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing illegal about it. I was just talking to somebody about this in an Uber, nonetheless. I mean, other than the illegal part, but yes, Uber. Well, it depends. Like, I didn't say illegal money. I said if you need to launder money. Yeah. You know, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better. Totally fine. It's a lot harder doing it the other way around. Like if you have uh, funny money in PayPal, trying to get that turned into cash without the government knowing, that's uh, almost impossible. If you've figured that out, feel free to reach out to the Valley Boys and let us know. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, that's not. I've I've never had that job. I've I've always been pretty on the on the straight and narrow i did i did get um one of my favorite things on instagram is this uh this thing that shows you what you were doing five years ago on this day or whatever yeah and it's pretty cool today what is it Fe february 10th seven years ago today i was on tour with f uh four other comedians there was five of us total and we went all across western canada and and this time of year in canada it's it's i mean it's like frozen too you know Everything's covered in ice, snow. It's just shit. And we were on the road for, we were driving for a good six to 10 hours a day. 
and I can't tell some of the stories that happened on that because you know, <laughs> I don't want to. I, I didn't do anything, but yeah. everyone else did. Garrett did. Garrett did it all. But one of the funny things about that is during that time, I got this notification here. Uh, I was going to pull it up real quick. So there was this dude who fucking messaged me. All right. On uh, on Facebook on my Facebook page, I have a little page thing, and he sent it a message. And it just says, why is my girlfriend liking all your Instagram pics? And it's funny how that keeps fucking happening. Like, if you ever look through your message requests, it's where people you don't follow send you a message anyway. Yeah. It's all shit like that. Why is my girl... Like, someone on Twitter is doing that. They're like, state your intentions with my baby following you. Man. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's, you know, these are weird. This particular one... Uh, on Twitter was a uh, some anime freak, you know, where they have like a furry as their picture, and God. Ugh. So, anyways, back to this guy. Uh, he says, "Why is my girlfriend like your Instagram prick?" And then the next day, he says, "Hey, H E Y all caps." And I said, "Oh, you're serious? What's her username?" And he sends it to me. And then uh, I reply a couple days later. Sorry for the delay. I had to wait until she accepted my follow request so I can like all her pictures. And leave weird comments from the hot tub party she was at. <laughs> and the dude replied, his name's Adam. He says, I live in Winnipeg. How about I show up at your next show? And I said, tonight at Aussie's, 930. Always good to have fresh faces in the audience. And he goes, I'll be there. And I said, bring your sexy girlfriend. I want to meet her. <laughs> now, you might think that's a stupid thing to do. Like, I wouldn't do that now. Fuck no. Because, like, this was seven years ago. Yeah, plus it's Winnipeg. Uh, there's a good chance someone brings a gun to the show now. Here in uh, L.A. Well, either, either or. I mean, if he if he did show, he didn't end up showing up, yeah. by the way. Um, but still, I wouldn't do that now because I've encountered so many fucking crazy people from the Internet. Like people have gotten a hold of my my cell phone number and they'll call. Someone once called from they managed to disguise their number to look like it was some other number. Yeah. So I get a call from an 818, you know, whatever. And he's just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he goes off about. Like, just naming all these crazy specific threats and specific things about my life. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I call the number back, and it's this lady in the valley, you know? And I was like, hey, I just got a call from this number. She's like, no, I'm here by myself. No one – I didn't fucking call you. I'm like, okay, but I just I just hit the call button, and this was the same number. Someone called saying all this crazy shit. And then she's like, well, who is this? I'm like, who is this? And then – I, I start figuring it out. Someone did that. I had to go to the police about it just to sort of cover your tracks, you know? Yeah. And uh, because if, if if someone's harassing you, you go to the police way too late, there's still nothing they can do about it. You have to have a record of, like, constantly bothering the police before they do anything. Yeah. So whatever. I just went down to the department here in fucking Reseda, and it was – this was a couple of years ago. It was when the Dodgers were in the World Series, and the fucking cop sitting at the desk – uh, he's not paying attention to anything I'm saying. He's just and, and why would he? Like I even said, like this is really mundane and stupid, and I'm sorry for even being here. <laughs> yeah, and he's got the game uh, on. He's got priorities. He's got the fucking game <laughs> <You know? laughs> on, and he's typing it up. And he typed my address as uh, Weasel Avenue. Like he, he wasn't even paying attention. So, uh, anyways, yeah. Now, now I would never do that. I would never fucking say, "Oh, bring your sexy girlfriend. I want to meet her." Not if some guy was like, "I live in Reseda or wherever I'm performing. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm gonna show up." And bleh, nope, nope. Yeah. You don't fuck with a jealous person. A jealous man 
will show up and do something fucking crazy. Those Kyles punching holes in the wall, yeah. Monster Energy drink tattoos on their neck. Those guys are no one to fuck with. Like, it's a big joke until you're the fucking drywall they punch. Yeah, dude. And I'm not a puncher. You know, if someone starts hitting me, I don't know what to do. Just start shrieking. I got like a, I call it the shrieking pterodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, tur- my dad's so embarrassed. Uh, I, I basically curl up like a turtle and I start shrieking. And right. my dad, the cop slash kickboxer, is humiliated of this. But, you know, whatever. Well, well, and that's why we generally go out together, too, so that uh, I can protect my bottom Dave. Right. You you are a very intimidating figure. Oh, it, well, what can I say? You know, when you're this much man, people are genuinely intimidated by it. The issue with that yes. is that you are so intimidating. You're fucking doing drugs again. You're so intimidating that people will... Look at you and think, there's the guy I got to fight. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, no, don't no. don't blow that into the microphone. It's going it, to it clips out when you do that. You fucking junkie. Oh, and yes. dude, chill out on the weed. Just drink your beer. You didn't even really get into it that much. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we got all this beer from 818, and you're just letting it stew there while you do your drugs. Well, I'm savoring it, man. It's a good beer. It's it a good is. sipping beer. Like... You know, if you're drinking like old Milwaukee or something like that, you just want to pound it as quickly as possible to get drunk. This this is a nice sipping beer that you uh, enjoy for the next hour or so. It is. That's that uh, that cherry bomb they have, the Valhalla cherry bomb. For real, go and check it out. Uh, follow 818 Brewing on Instagram. Get all the details. See all their fancy ads for it. It's uh, it's It's pretty good, and they keep everything local. Another cool thing about them is they they have really cool can art, as I discussed on the last episode. I don't know shit about beer. I just like it or I don't. And to me, I buy beer based on the can. They have some pretty cool cans, and they're always looking for artists, local artists only. 818 Valley Boys or Valley Girls. If you're pretty good with the pen, the paper, the ink, whip something up and show it to them. You never know what could happen. So... I'm also drinking this uh, this Good Day IPA. It's a double. It's a dipper. Yeah, how's that doing over re- there? It's good, but you gotta respect it, otherwise you get too drunk. Well, well, yeah. Same with the Valhalla too. And with a you know beer with a name like that, you would expect it to be on the stronger side, and it is. But uh, yeah, the uh, the other little extras they put in to give it that uh, that little flavor. It's uh, skull fucking the taste buds right now. Stop man. saying why do you have to what? say skull fucking, dude? It's a commercial, basically. Well, or well, we're talking about a business, and you're and you're mentioning skull fucking. As soon as you saw the the Viking dude on it, you're like, oh, he could skull fuck people. I was yeah, like, no, he can't. And you said, well, I bought of ideas then. Yeah, well, I mean, with a, yeah, with a beer like Valhalla and a big angry Viking on there, like that's what you think of. That's what Vikings do. It's like. You know, I really hope they don't listen this far into the episode. <laughs> they probably don't, <laughs> which is cool. All right. So um, do, 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 Joe Biden. Do, do. I don't know why I uh, keep just, singing that. Oh, yeah. What, uh, yeah it's not even a song, and yeah, I keep singing it. Yeah, your leather daddy, Joe Biden. My, well, that's not a thing. Leather daddy? Yes. What does that even mean? Dude, I, you, you want to, like, uh, you want them in that full body leather suit and... Yeah, dude, and the get mask and all that, and you want to be Ugh. like tied up, always. Oh, you know, why do you keep saying it? Why, you? like, so is that with is that you with Trump? You want uh, creepy Grandpa Trump to tie you up and bat you over the head with his little mushroom dick? Uh, no, but I take a toadstool dick. 
No, Melania, but that's, Melania looks more like a grandpa than anybody, dude. Well, She's falling apart like a brisk wind and her face will be ripped off. Good Lord, man. Well, you know, uh, you know, at least, uh, you know, Trump was trying to do shit to help the American people no. on like uh, bullshit no. uh, Joe. Oh, oh, yeah. Bullshit Joe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, allow me to introduce a new segment uh, on the Valley Boys. It's called Joe Biden. Where in the hell is my two thousand dollar check? And uh, prove this. And th- yeah, and this week, uh, Joe Biden, where in the hell is my two thousand dollar check? Not a fourteen hundred dollar check to make with the six hundred to do two thousand. The the two thousand dollar check you said that you would get us even after the six hundred dollars had already passed. Where's that two thousand dollar check? Hmm? I bet he's not listening. But all right, uh, glad you got a new segment. Where's my two thousand dollar check? In fairness, he did promise that shit and. We are now three weeks into a Joe Biden presidency, and there is no two. Th- I don't get it. Yeah, always, always. I'm a done person is- of consequence, so I don't. I don't get. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm foreign. I don't get it. That's why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> basically, Canada told me, "Oh, fuck off, you're America's problem," and America told me, "Fuck off, you're Canadian." So I don't get any stimulus, anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'm supposed to, but. Uh- Unfortunately, we, we couldn't get out the $2,000 checks that had wide uh, support, even bipartisan in some cases. Couldn't work on that. But what we are going to do is uh, push an impeachment trial against a president who's out of office and who isn't going to be convicted because 45 Republicans have already come out questioning the uh, legality or constitutionality of doing this to a president who's no longer in office. So basically, unless... Uh, you know, they start uh, fucking around, uh, you know, and uh, threatening like the 14th Amendment to, to get him out. That isn't going to happen. So but we, we had time for that, but not not actual legislation that could uh, help Americans out right now. Well, and of course, that's what they love saying. This whole impeachment thing is a farce because we could be doing other things. Meanwhile, Trump could have also approved a $2,000 stimulus at any fucking time. We had one stimulus check the whole time that he was president, and it was $1,200. That works out to, like, what, two tacos a day? Uh, there was that second one for $600, but Trump did say he did would. That, did that come in before he before he yeah. left? Okay, yeah. so we had $2,000 total under the Trump presidency. Under the Trump regime, there, there was $2,000 possible spread out over, what, 10 months? Yeah, $1,800, but yeah. Oh yeah, twelve plus six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, dr- uh, druggy Dave over there doing whatever drugs he's doing. That's getting them all drugged up. You know what I'm high on right now, buddy? What's that? Life. Jesus fucking Christ! Like literally, there should just be this glowing Jesus Christ behind you. And yeah, dude, I don't need heart drugs. Music. I don't need drugs. I got the Lord inside of me. <laughs> I, well, it wouldn't <laughs> doubt if your bottom day for the Lord too. Uh, you know what? I would, man. If the Lord was a real thing, if I believed the Lord was real, I would totally let him do whatever he wanted. I yeah. mean, the, the idea of heaven going and swimming with dolphins, it sounds pretty good. You know what happens in heaven? People get $2,000 a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's called Canada because they <laughs> because even though they have a tenth of the population and less than a tenth of the economy, uh, they can still somehow manage to uh, pay people for staying home and still pay less in taxes. That's an urban legend that you pay more taxes in Canada. That is true if you make more money. Sure. But in Canada, it, it, it has that uh, the 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 brackets get bigger as you make more money. Yeah. And, and same thing here in the U.S. I can't too. think of the word for that right now. Specific, anyways, 
it, it is like that in the U.S., except for it caps off at a certain point, and then people pay nothing. Yeah. And we talked about this, where if we had a universal tax rate, say 5%, we would have everything we need. So people on the bottom paying 5%, guys at the top are paying 5%. And then people will argue and say, well, people on the bottom should not be paying 5%. And I don't disagree with that. It's like, okay, but the alternative is they still pay 5% or 10% or whatever, and the guys on top pay nothing. So yeah. why don't we all just pay 5%? Why don't we all pay 10 We talked about that with Mark Norman. And he was like, he, he said that. You know, why eat the rich if they pay their money, but they're not? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're paying nothing. I don't agree with that. Thanks for thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we're ifs and buts, candies and nuts, then we'd all have lollipop dreams. But Is that how that saying goes? I've only ever heard it on The Simpsons. Yeah. And Homer forgot the last part of it. Yeah, probably. That's, that sounds about right. Anyways, so... If we're going to have, uh, if you're going to start comparing Canada to the United States, baby, I am your guy for that. Yeah. Well, and and it's funny, like I, you just rattle off, uh, and th- and this is where we 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 come together on things with the the part that makes Dave hate himself because he's in agreement with me on something, but uh, there's a lot of things that they do in Canada which just seems common sense to me. Everything you know? everything's better in Canada. The only thing that America beats Canada on is the weather. And I know that sounds like a joke or whatever. It's not a fucking joke, dude. Minus 40. Yeah. What is it right now? Some, like, So we're in uh, mid-February, and I'm rotating between a sweater and a t-shirt throughout the day. Yeah. And in Canada, it's like minus 30. Or in Winnipeg, it's like minus 25, minus 30. Fuck that shit. I'm over that. I'm not living there ever again. I don't give a shit how shitty things are in the States. I am not leaving Southern California to live anywhere else. Yeah, man. Fuck and that. Like, yeah, so like right Orange now. Orange County. I'm going to Orange County. <laughs> there you go yeah so like right now here it's uh it's 13 degrees at you know 6 30 our time 13 degrees uh fahrenheit uh no uh celsius so it, it's about 57 ish okay. give or take fahrenheit i was gonna say 13 degrees fahrenheit sounds about right when, i have no idea what fahrenheit means it's like it's like when you're stoned and you give an answer to a question that nobody asked when you're like i don't know grape to me that's what fahrenheit is yeah. Oh, it's fifty-seven grapes outside. So, so the easiest easiest way to do it is like take the take the Celsius temperature, and then just uh, double it and add thirty-two, and that'll get you in the ballpark. Still, who wants to do that? Who wants to sit around doing that shit? I I, I agree. Like they should just have Celsius here, considering that's where it is everywhere else in the fucking world. It's a universal and uniform way of measuring things. It's very simple. Zero is freezing. One hundred is boiling. And yes. Everything else is a it's 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 a uniform way of measuring temperature. Yeah. Whereas here, yeah, it's grape oranges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I yeah. Same I with miles. Miles has nothing that doesn't mean anything. I got used to that. I figured out what fifty five miles is, sixty five, seventy, whatever. Yeah. Because of driving all the time. But oh, Jesus Brady, you really gotta stop that shit, man. You are not on it today. I'm carrying this shit. My back hurts enough. I got to carry this shit by myself. This is why you're the assistant. And you didn't even assist anything. I had to set it up because you were too fucking stoned. I go, I set this whole thing up, the whole podcast, in, in your garage. And I go inside, and you're you're playing video games. You have the controller in your lap, but you're looking on your phone. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, will you pull your shit together? We're, we're putting on a show here. You know, there's uh, there's eight people listening. 
Those are eight important people, though, sir. Yeah, well, they're expecting more out of you, Brandon. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in your drug use. So you know something I like to do is every once in a while, I'll Google fart or farted and filter it by news to see whenever fart or farted shows up in a news story. Because let's get real. Anytime that happens, it's fucking hilarious. Absolutely, dude. So one thing that made the news is uh, women's farts smell worse than men's, according to science. Are you surprised by that at all? Uh, no, dude. Like, women ruin most things, so, like, they can't even let us enjoy farting. Like, that's that's how petty they are. Well, maybe it's that they're better at it than us. If, if, if it stinks worse, they're better at it. Is that the whole point of a fart? I, I Well, to me, it's a combination because... A, you want to get the right pitch. Like, it's not enough to just fart. It, unless you're trying to creep people. If you want the silent stinker, I'm all for that. I can appreciate that. But, uh, you know, I like a little bit of pitch, man. And you get the right pitch, and you can make people's faces wince. I did yours yeah. earlier, dude. Yeah, your farts are disgusting. Yeah, I yeah I like to go in full duck mode where every step I take. <laughs> oh, fucking puke. That's, that's a good impression of your old farts. That's uh, what it sounds like. It sounds like a duck. Someone's stepping on a duck. Well, well it was a, a little bubblier than that too. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think there was any. Uh, it's disgusting. Any discharge. Your farts but, are horrible. Oh. <laughs> it was, it was definitely what. There's some moisture, a little bit of swamp ass going on after that one uh, for sure. Puke, puke, dude, puke, 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 it, puke, puke. I have a weak stomach, and Brandon always makes it churn, whether he's talking about anything or he's eating. Because when Brandon eats, he's like a circus bear. He has to reach across the table onto your plate with his big greasy mitts and fucking just manhandling. I'm going to puke just talking about it. Hey, I got to wrestle the bearded lady at three o'clock, buddy. I need my protein. Anyways, anyways, women's (laughs) farts stink worse. So according to this article, a popular TikTok doctor has gone by. Whatever the fuck that means. What's a TikTok doctor? I I fucking don't, don't know. I barely pay attention to TikTok the way it is. Yeah, I, I like. Well, we're too old for that shit. Although Jarrett's on it all the time. Shout out to Jarrett. He he always likes that. He's like, oh, those Twitter videos that, that's been on TikTok for a week now. I'm just like, I don't care. Oh, for forever young, I guess. But a TikTok doctor, whatever the fuck that is. Okay. Uh, he must have went to Trump University. He went viral for promoting Bastard. the little known fact that women's farts stink worse than men's. And this is according to um, Mad Medicine. The doctor explained how in 1998, there was a study done that tried to clarify that flatulence within women is more distinctive and more smelly than in men's. Now, that's funny because they did that in 98 and only the results are are shown now because of TikTok. Um, Ladies, is that why you're never farting is because it's just a this disgusting nuclear bomb of stench. So you don't want to subject us to that. Is that what's going on? Because me and Brandon will fart instead of saying words sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, yeah. You know how you today, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That's a Brandon fart. It sounds like he's underwater. When he farts. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, man. Like uh, it, it, as a man, I, uh, I find it attractive when a woman feels comfortable enough to fart in front of me. Like you like it. you like it when a woman farts? Yeah, dude. It, it, to me, it's like one of the most down to earth things. Like to like completely take uh, any embarrassment or whatever out of farting. Uh, like that's you know, uh, 
What? I'm just saying. So do you do you like the smell of a woman's fart? I don't know. This possibly. Is gross. This is. There, yeah, possibly. You would never know. Have you ever paid a prostitute to fart on you? Uh, I mean, not yet, but uh, it sounds like I got to put that on the docket now. I'm I'm pretty sure one of them is let out a fart, and you probably just thought it was you. Yeah, it's because I fucked the shit out of them. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, you were asking for that one, Dave. Fucking gross. Another article is, uh, here's what would happen if you held in all of your farts. Okay, so um, if you hold in a fart long enough, the gas could be absorbed into your bloodstream, pass into your lungs, and eventually exhaled as a more socially accepted burp. But guess what? That's a mouth fart. Dude, that's some bro science shit right there, man. That, this isn't bro science. This is real science. Men's health. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Fox News of health magazines. Oh, they, uh, oh, oh, so legitimate news coverage <laughs> is what you're saying. Okay. But imagine that, dude. Like, if you're if you're just holding in farts all day, which happens, you know. But I'm a smoker. People think I don't fart. I do. What do you think I'm doing out there when I'm smoking? You know? Yeah. It's fart city, dude. Uh, I just got caught sending a fart to Conrad. Um, we do this thing where... Oh, God. We do this thing where... <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram messages, you could you could send a little audio recording, and you just record a fart and send it. Nice, you know, and it's uh, it's hilarious. And I had this one fart where yeah, it sounded like several ducks were being strangled. It was like it went, <laughs> you know, and then uh, I sent that. I got caught. Whatever. Um. Anyways, if I had held that in, I'd be burping farts. So I wonder. Every time you hear a girl burp, is she yells? Is she also farting? Man, I guess. What if she like burps? Because if she's holding in her farts, you yeah. know, and she's not smoking, she's not whatever. I don't know, man. I know that uh, way back in the day in in Winnipeg, we knew these girls who uh, we hung out with this group that worked at Walmart. There was like four girls. They all worked at the St. James Walmart in Winnipeg. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> they talked about the fart section and it was in the tires. The you can go fart and fart section. there because number one, it's, it's, it, it already smells like rubber and whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the rubber isn't supposed to smell like it's burning. <laughs> <laughs> well, number two, it's predominantly men in there. Uh, so they would go and fart in that area. Um, so I wonder if all girls do that. Uh, to our temper, to Brandon, fucking stop smoking weed, dude. We're only at thirty-eight minutes. We have so much more to cover, and you're just doing drugs, baby. I'm priming myself for the second half. I'm that fourth quarter stud. Oh God. Okay, we can't. Uh, we can't do this anymore. We can't do this where you get we we get all fucked up on drugs. Like I have a moral objection to it. I didn't before. Now I do. Oh, Because here I was talking about farting in Walmart, and you had to interrupt it by doing drugs. So therefore, it's affecting my life. Okay. Well, well, well pardon me for impressing you. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm part of the patriarchy. Oh, I saw that. Uh, what's her name? Phoebe something. She was on Saturday Night Live recently. Yeah. Uh, someone will fucking email me and tell me, oh, Phoebe Bridges yeah. or something. Whatever. If I said that wrong, fuck, whatever. Go ahead. Scream at me. But she was on Saturday Night Live, 
last weekend and like the most recent one and she smashed a guitar. Yeah. And then people came out in full force against it. Like that Brooklyn dad fucking dude. I don't know. That that guy's a fucking moron. Dude. He, uh, well, he was what you were talking about before. It's like, what are these people that only complain about Trump? Yeah. Like, what are they going to do once Trump's out? Well, here we are. Yes. So he says, I didn't like that song either, but I felt it totally unnecessary to smash the guitar. And he ended with, that seems a little extra. Now, this is like a, I don't know how old he is. He's, he's, he looks like he's 50. If I had to guess, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. But like, number one, as soon as you're 50 years old and you're saying that's extra, something 17 year olds say, yeah. you look like that fucking meme of Steve Buscemi going, hey, what's up, kids? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how did you go 49 years without saying that's a little extra and that, whatever? Anyways, it's like, you know, and she, the the artist Phoebe, whatever, has a has a good sense of humor about it. She's retweeting jokes about it. Like some dude was like, "Hey man, this girl smashed a guitar." When there are thousands of starving people in the world who would just love to eat that guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then one one of the funniest fucking comments, indirectly funny, was like, "This is a prime example of white privilege." It's like, what the fuck. What the, so what was Jimi Hendrix doing? Like the guy who popularized that, was he exemplifying white privilege by smashing a guitar at Woodstock 1969? Or is that just a fucking badass rock and roll thing to do? Like whatever. Like I, 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 I don't agree with the whole like you should you should donate that guitar to 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 whatever the inner city youth. But if you're gonna go after somebody, go after the guitar manufacturer. Or something, or or, hey, you don't spend your earnings on giving enough guitar. Like, why smash it? Fuck you! It's part of the show. Like, yeah. and then they have to say, oh, I didn't like the performance either. Like that that dude that we were talking about. The, yeah. So yeah, Brooklyn Dad defined. I hate that piece of shit, and I'm glad we can both agree. That I don't at, hate him. The, we follow each other. I got no problem with him. It's just, I don't know. I felt I, I felt like that tweet was just a little too much. Like he he goes outside to smoke cigarettes, but farts, and then all he does is smoke his farts. Right. So that was this whole stick is like the, uh, you know, the he would do all those jokes, but about Trump. And then now that Trump's out of office, he's applying it to normal everyday people. And it, right, but trying to be woke he, and trying to be yeah uh, yeah we, well, there's nothing more woke than a uh, a fifty something year old white male telling a a woman how to uh, rock and roll. I agree. Good point. Yeah, exactly. I, like if, if we want to go down that fucking route, and I'm surprised, you know, yeah, one of the, one of the people on that side hadn't called him out already for it. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure they have. I mean, like the majority of the because uh, I did go, I looked at the comments, and and the ones I saw were like, shut up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's like, yeah, like this isn't this isn't the world isn't so good right now that that's what we can complain about. Yeah. I'm not saying every tweet that somebody like that has needs to be about trying to better the world. But the way that he's phrasing it, it certainly sounds like it. it you sound like I, it. I really don't have anything against him, to be honest. I don't. I like what he says most of the time. Ninety percent of what he everything he says politically, I agree with. You know, it's 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 a lot of it's the same thing. I myself am guilty of that. I amassed, I would say, at least half of my following finding a different way to say Trump sucks every day for like fucking two years. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knocked it off because, you know what? Number one, I am a comedian. And if it's not funny, it's not worth saying. Number two, it's it's hacky as shit. 
See, and that's what I always said with the Trump jokes. It's not that I didn't mind people making fun of Trump. I certainly have no you know, allegiance to him. But when you hear the same people making the same exact joke over right. and over, it's like, holy shit, man. And that's what I'm saying. I ran out of ways to say he sucks. And so, yeah, I, I shifted focus and I, I, I essentially stopped accumulating followers. Yeah. Which is fine. They have to do it based on my real jokes, which, you know. Yeah, but not that great. but like going down that hole so like when when we were talking at dinner the other night um uh the ratings have come out like the post-trump ratings and like cnn's primetime slot from like i I think it's like 8 to 11 p.m uh their ratings overall are down like 50 or i'm sorry 44 percent somewhere around there since trump left office christ that's that's how important he was. MSNBC, I think they, their ratings are down like 18, 18.5%, something like that. I don't doubt that for a second. And didn't you point that out on a previous podcast where somebody at one of the networks had, had said that on a late night show? They were like, Trump is the greatest thing for our ratings. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Les uh, Moonve or Moonves. I don't know how to pronounce his name per se, but he, yeah, he was the head of NBC News and he was uh, like overheard on a, uh, I think it was an earnings call or something like that. Um, yeah, he was overheard saying that, yeah, Trump's horrible for America, but he's great for CBS. And every single <laughs> one of them loved him. And I guarantee you the media uh, would have welcomed a, a, a second Trump terms with open arms because it would have allowed him to exploit everything further, run more divisive stories, um, you know, paint every fucking white guy in America as a white supremacist and shit like that and further stoke the divide for ratings, as they always do. Yeah, I wonder how, I wonder how that's going to go. And it's what you were saying before with all of these Twitter, Internet, late night, whatever. What are they going to do now? Like And like I told you before, the late night people are going to be fine. Um, yeah, their, their ratings are already in the tank anyhow, and the people already watching them are the ones that are brainwashed towards their point of view on everything anyways. Uh, it's not about pushing a narrative. It's about making jokes relevant to what's going on right now. And when you have a tyrannical government run by a fascist dictator, Donald Trump, uh, that's it, it, it's the elephant in the room. You have to talk about it. Yeah, so, I, so, I don't fault them for that. I don't fault the late night shows for going after Trump. And, and yeah, a lot of the jokes are the same. A lot of them are pretty hacky. But you know what? When, when Stephen Gobert used your quote-unquote hacky joke, about uh, cock holsters, he mentioned that Trump's mouth is a cock holster for Putin. You know, he got in a, a, a lot of trouble. And yeah, I, I understand time and place. Late night TV isn't the place to say that. And yeah, it is actually a little bit hacky. But yeah, the point being, it's like you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. No matter what you do in those late night settings, it's either going to be hacky, too far, shitty, or just plain stupid. Like th- there's good hacky though, man. Like I I know like Jay Leno gets a lot of hate, but like him and David Letterman, and I know those two don't like each other, but like those two were the best at like the, delivering the fucking one-liner jokes. They were hacky as shit, and they weren't yes. even necessarily political. But the way they you know they delivered a, the punchline and everything is it, fucking fantastic. So I'm a fan of hacky, but it's just when you you know when when you try to take something like oh yeah. It, Trump's mouth is, uh, you know, cock holster for Putin's dick. Am I right? Like that, that's not much of a joke. It's just basically saying it's a long version of saying Trump has, uh, you know, Putin has, uh, his it's dick the bottom Trump's mouth. joke that yeah. you keep saying over and over again. So you fucking hypocrite, but going back to Letterman and Leno, they basically exemplify it's East versus joke. West coast humor. So 
East Coast humor is more like David Letterman. And West Coast is more like Jay Leno. I mean, even today. Like, those two dudes got on TV, what, 30, 40 years ago? Something like that? Or yeah. whenever it was, 80s? And, yeah, and, late uh, 70s even, maybe. Right. And they, um, they have that sort of attitude where the New York comics... And it's it's hard to it's hard to say when I when I say New York comics I don't mean the guy that follows you on Twitter I mean like the Mark Normans the Joe List those kind of guys yeah. and then the West Coast comics you know you got the Whitney Cummings the Andrew Santino's those kind of people um, although Santino isn't he lives here he's he he's more he really is a Chicago comic which is more East Coast style but aside from that terrible example I gave. Uh, West Coast <laughs> comedy is more quirky. Like, it's a little more... Uh, uh, Eric Andre-ish. Yeah. Not to, not, not to that degree. Not to that but extent, to, in but that, that direction. is West Coast, yes. And and the New York comics are a little more snarky. Yeah, fair enough. Myself, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty snarky. Yeah. But it does well in L.A. because, let's get real, L.A. could have anything in the world. We have a soccer team. We have a fucking hockey... We have two hockey teams... Within 50 miles of each other, you know? Yeah. We're, we're good. We have everything because of the population here. But as a whole, I found that um, doing stand-up across the country, you can make fun of... Um, I, like, I like to make fun of whatever city I'm in. And the smaller the place, the more offended they get that you're making fun of them. But as soon as you make fun of L.A., everybody likes it. And do you know where they like it when you make fun of L.A. the most? Where is that? L.A. Yeah. Because everybody here is from somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I don't know how we got off on this. But anyways, <laughs> when it comes to Trump jokes, um, the East Coast is is a little more like a cock holster style, you know, and the West Coast is more like, uh, oh, did you see his hair today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's it is pretty hacky because it's Trump. There, it, every joke has been done a million times already. There's nothing new you could say. The, yeah, and th and that's my point. It, it, as soon as you beat that dead horse, it was time to move on, and people didn't. And that's that's the thing that it, it amuses me about the left so much. As much as they'll bash him and shit on him, a lot of those people absolutely fucking needed him because he was good for business. Right. And that, and they, and no they question. hated that about themselves so much. That is, that is a hundred percent true. And and myself, I'm not going to deny that I fell into that trap a little bit. I thought I was being funny and clever, and little did I know that not only was I reciting jokes that have already been done before, unbeknownst to me, but you know, like that's the life yeah. of a. You have a hundred thousand people trying to make the same joke about the same thing, and you know, whatever. Yeah, but. Also, jokes of mine have been stolen and made into uh, these fucking memes and shit. That's another thing we got to talk about later on is are these meme. F we're, I'm pretty drunk, but we got to talk about these <laughs> meme fucks. I'm pretty high. Yeah. So we have the 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 drunk and the stoned. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I fell out of that because or I took myself away from it because it's shitty. It's shitty to be that guy. And it's shitty to have. I'm not going to say who don't fucking say it because I know, you know. Don't yeah. repeat. Don't be that stoned. But yeah. there, there's a big time comedian that I would perform with huge who barely ever looked up from his phone when he talked to me, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not anybody that was in his life. I was just on the show frequently that he was on and he would tell me, stop making all them Trump jokes. 
And I'm like, dude, I only do that on Twitter. Have you not seen my fucking act the last eight times we performed together? Of course you didn't, because you're on your phone talking to female comedians. And and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that dude gets on stage and talks about Trump. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever. I didn't do that. I didn't go on stage to talk about Trump. Because at the end of the day, in my heart of hearts, I know it's that's not funny. And whatever you post on Twitter, like that's not that doesn't determine whether you're funny or not. Yeah, that just all, all that is is like you you know how to f- create a formula for a joke that people are gonna like or dislike. Yeah, and, and then and then you get the followers. It's meaningless at this point. It's fucking stupid. Five six years ago, it was great. Before Trump came along, Twitter was great for that. It was yeah. a great way to determine if you were funny or not. Now it just determines how good you are at pandering to current public events. And I'm really fucking good at that. But I had to stop it. Yeah. Now I try to be funny and no one likes it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, that happens, man. So just get back to the, your regular fucking material. Right. Exactly. And that's that's what I try and focus on is at the end of the day, no matter what, no, even during the Trump shit before that or whatever, the only thing that matters, the only way to determine if somebody is funny or not is, is what they say on stage. And people have told me this before. They volunteer it. You want to talk about going in your DMs like the message requests? It's it's one of it's it's always can you retweet this can you repost this can you shout me out that is that makes up the most of it uh, followed by will you be on my podcast um, and, and then another thing is it's it's I'm really funny that's what people say not me they're saying that from their perspective they say yeah. hey Dave I am really funny and I don't know what to do with this information like are you a comedian trying to nope nope they're just ordinary people and here's the weird thing about that demographics. 90% women. It's always fucking women telling me how funny they are without any context. Without yeah. like, I want to do stand up. None of that. Just, Hey, I'm really funny. And that happens on the internet and in real life. Me and Garrett, shout out to Garrett again, <laughs> Garrett Seaman in Winnipeg. Uh, he was my comedy wife. We cut our teeth together doing comedy. And uh, I was dating this girl who had a best friend who th- those two had their little inside jokes that they would recite nonstop. And they would talk all the time about how they were funnier than Garrett and I. And we were just like, cool, go on stage and prove it. Yeah. That, that Ultimately, that's the only way you can determine if somebody is funny or not. Like you could be eh, ripping zingers at the bar or whatever the fuck. But can you go in, in front of a room full of strangers that paid money to laugh and make them do that? Yeah. Can, are, are you comfortable holding a microphone in a dark ass room in front of 500 people and making them all fucking laugh? Because if you're not, guess what? You're not funny. Yeah. And that's how I like to gauge that. So going back to what I was rambling about earlier. Uh, see, we had to stop the podcast because we ran out of material. And then we, we're, we're good now that we started talking about farts in the news. But Yeah, and uh, I got, uh, I got, you got further even stoned, further and, you stoned. Got dr- and you got drunk. Yeah, I'm pretty uh. fucking drunk right now. That is disgusting. You probably farted out your mouth just like we were talking about. Actually, no, you didn't because you don't hold in farts. You just let them rip. Uh, those meme accounts. Stop it, Brady. Stop getting stoned. All right, he's just gonna do that. I'm just gonna talk to myself. Whatever. So those meme accounts. There's one in particular. Uh, it's called My Therapist Says. Now, a few years ago, they stole a joke of mine. Whatever. And I reported it because that was the big thing going on. Is uh, the the fat Jewish? That's his actual name. I'm not just being a jerk. Uh, he was. He got caught uh, stealing jokes, and everybody was came out against him, and they said, if, if one of these meme accounts steals your jokes, here's what you do. 
And so, yeah, my therapist says that's what they're called had, um, a couple of them on there. So I reported it for copyright infringement. Cause I had you know, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> I, in, in Instagram, this and keep in mind, this was like five or six years ago. Instagram ruled in my favor. Like they, they deleted the post, whatever they put them on. a. I don't know what they did to them, but, they, but whenever you file that complaint, it's through the digital millennium copyright act. So it's an official complaint, which means that they get your information. You have to submit when you file that complaint. So they got my email address and then I get a fucking email from it, it, th this particular meme group. I'm not trying to really single them out. I'm using this because this is my personal experience with it. Uh, they said, um, Hey, how dare you report us? So, like I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but the, the, they were just like, you, if you had a problem with that, you should have reached out to us, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, you shouldn't have fucking stole my joke. You shouldn't have screenshot it and cut out my name and posted that shit. Like you fucking came up with it. And the, and, and you know what? It's not about the credit. It's the fact that they're making a shit ton of money off of people making jokes that are trying to make their own goddamn money off of it. Yeah. You know? So basically these quote unquote curators are the ones soaking up all the money that's to be made from, from whatever it is posting dumb shit because they're good at screenshotting. Fuck that. I really hope that one day there's a class action lawsuit against all of these motherfuckers because these fuck jerry's these whatever the fuck they're the ones making money and like yeah okay they credit them now and and the fat jewish got called out like five years ago this is a long time ago and is, is so, he still so, even doing shit i think so yeah um but they're but there's a million of them now and yeah. they all do the exact same thing and but but now they give credit they they, they tag somebody like yeah. that fucking matters you have to ask you have to get permission first if you don't have permission don't fucking do it and fuck these people and you know what if I see that shit now, they know. They know not to fuck with me because a lot of those other big meme accounts, they have me blocked already. And I have not done a single thing towards yeah. them. But they all know each other, right? And they're like, oh, watch out for that Dave Weasel fuck. He'll report your ass. Yeah. You're goddamn right, I will. And everybody should too. Comics, whatever the fuck. If they steal your jokes, they're making money off of it. Report them. Yeah, and I don't see something like that as being a, being a narc or a, being a snitch. Like... You're fucking with someone's money at that point. Like, that's it's that. not that you're fucking with their money. It's that you're making money. Well, off of but, but like you said, it, th those people are like trying to build up their own shit and their own brand so right. they can yeah, make yeah, money. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so when you steal their material, like you're 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 stopping like stopping them from getting that much closer. Exactly. But when they when they the odd time, maybe it's happened. I've never heard of it, but maybe they do explicitly ask permission. Another guy I'll call out is Shithead Steve did the same thing and he messaged me this very sad and depressing fucking thing about how ugh, he needs his because he had his instagram account shut the fuck down and i i had to he made me feel so sorry for him that i went to instagram and said just let him keep it because it was so pathetic the shit he was saying yeah and i went with it because it was i shouldn't have but yeah can canadian i nice felt bad Dave. for it all right, that's enough of that rambling about that shit. We got one minute left. Brandon, where do you find us online? Uh, you can uh, find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Blanco 69 for uh, me, Handsome Brandon, or uh, at, uh, at Dave Weasel uh, for Shitty Dave. I like how you call yourself Brandon. Like yeah. Brandon, like, you're so stoned, you can't even say your name right. And the Valley Boys, we're either the Valley Boys podcast or the Valley Boys pod, whatever. Just look up Valley Boys on your shit. We're the little purple guys. 
Uh, we're going to Orange County tomorrow. That's going to be a fucking blast. I love that place. There's a bunch of ghouls there. Yeah. We're going to drink some beers. Hang out with some ghouls. Uh, drink some beers. Again, shout out to our sponsor, 818 Brewing. We went there, had some sushi. Get some sushi there. It's pretty good. All right. We are the Valley Boys. Peace out and good night. Rest in peace, Larry Flint, 78 years old. Go with God. All right.